bong, bong, bong. What it is. Hey, everyone. It's the Herald and Modcast back from Comic-Con 2019. 50th anniversary. Yep. 5-0. 5-0. That's old. It's old as fuck. Uh, but exciting. Can you believe it? 50 exciting years. As fuck. George R.R. R. Martin had the first ticket. The first ticket to the first <laughs> Comic-Con in San Diego. 1969. Yep. 19, there's so much shit happened in 1969. We just had the moon landing. Don't look at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 69 i know what you're looking at me about no no it's the manson uh, the murders. moon landing uh woodstock. woodstock was woodstock 69 yeah yeah man. i on, mean man. all kinds of sh- oh, it, oh the manson murders yeah the movie's coming out this yeah week. and the uh, comic-con and comic-con comic-con not as well known in 69 but still very significant uh, very significant now although it did feel like the numbers once again dropped yeah, they definitely it wasn't drop. as much foot traffic. No, definitely got around easier this year. This keeps happening. That's been happening since I'd say. I mean, I think the big mm. peak was 2015, 2016. Yeah, 2016. By the 17. numbers, it was 2015, and then we felt it really significantly in 2017. We felt like definitely it was crowded, smashed. But then last year, yeah, it felt like less people. Yeah, yeah. definitely, which is cool because I mean, it's still 130,000. Right, I'm not sure what what it's like peak numbers are but uh, maybe 200,000 i don't know no i think it was like 150 or 160 or something know. like that yeah funny how that that few they're not really people. good with the demographics there's not it's not easy to really get a beat on they don't have there's not a lot of research out there on it they haven't done a lot of that hmm. interesting it's very hard to find i spent a lot of time trying to research their demographics and you really got very little info i one time i googled demographics san diego comic-con man <laughs> nothing came up like did you mean you're a dingo <laughs> what that's what it said well i i guess we should get right to the most significant piece of news out of uh the con and then we'll get to the stuff that we cared about even more yes um marvel had a a big announcement big, lots of announcements in hall h um, Big phase four announcement. Yeah. Everything coming down the pipeline in the next like 78 years. <laughs> uh, starting with Black, the Black Widow movie next spring. Or actually starting <sighs> with Eternals in, the, in November. Yawn. Um, which stars Angelina Jolie, Salma Hayek, Kumail Nanjiani. Yeah, lots of people in there. Uh, lots of people in there. Um I don't really know about the Eternals. Do you? No, it's a comic book run. Yeah, s- sort of popular, and apparently not like their most popular franchise. Yeah, well, either IP. was Ant Man, and they somehow were able to make that work after they had built all the other stuff. I mean, honestly, Iron Man wasn't all that popular either. No, and they started with that one, and look where it all went. So I, I mean, I, I have full faith that they can take something that's not that well known, and they can make something make out something of it. Out yeah. Of it. Yeah, yeah. I think this is about like the the Eternals and the Celestials and like the beginning of the Marvel universe and really just the universe in general. I is think. that for sure? Are you speculating? No, no, no. I mean, oh. this is sort of like the loose plot points of the Eternals oh, and okay. the Celestials, and they create Galactus and they create. Oh, it's like prequel stuff. Well, yeah, sort okay. of, kind of. You know, sort of like the foundations of the universe that all of these Marvel characters exist in, I think. Well, speaking of prequels, Black Widow is finally getting a movie. It's like, it seems a little too little too late, you oh, know? they're doing it. And Scarlet 
Rachel Weiss and David Harbour. That's cool. I know. That's very cool. And he was there in full beard. I don't know what's with the full beard thing. I don't know. Just still working the hopper. Uh, Hopper didn't have a full beard. He had some beard, though, didn't he? Yeah, but he? he's got like a full on, like. Hellboy beard. Yeah, Hellboy or something. I don't know. Um, so he's going to be in it. Uh, then another huge piece of news was that Natalie Portman is back in the Marvel Universe in Thor Love and Thunder. Taika Waititi, who directed uh, Ragnarok, will also direct this. Mm-hmm. And she is taking over the role of Thor. Yes, she is now Thor. Or Five something. Five foot three, Natalie Portman. Uh, 89 pounds. <laughs> God of Thor. Why did they have Gwendolyn Christie play Thor if they were going to have a woman do it? She would have been perfect. Because in the, there's a comic book that in that comic book. It's Jane. Jane Foster okay. becomes Thor. Somehow she becomes worthy of the hammer. I'm not really sure how they're going to do it in the movie. Yeah. But uh should be. I don't know. I, I mean, mean, I like Natalie Portman as an actress. And I think she's beautiful. She's. I've met her in person. She's teeny weeny tiny. I know. She yeah. is a teeny little girl. Like most actresses Young and woman. actors. Woman. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about all that, man. Yeah. Well, that's gotten a lot of buzz. I mean, so also, and well, really exciting stuff from them was that Blades getting a reboot, and Mahershala yep. Ali will play the title character. Yeah, and it sounds exciting. Yeah. I just don't know if it's a TV series or a PG no, no, thirteen movie, movie. Oh yeah, I get or your point. Is it, like, you know, is it PG thirteen? Are they going to go R with this? I, I don't, don't know. see them going R if it's going to be a part of the extended universe. Like if they're going to have Blade in the new Avengers films, you know, fighting alongside Black Panther, they couldn't have like a rated R guy fighting. I hope next they to separate it and do R. I mean, guy. the Wesley Snipes Blade was awesome. It's still awesome. Yeah. The first one's still awesome the second one's fun third one's kind of trash but you know second one was guillermo del toro's right. direction you know it's not the best movie but it still holds up right and it's a marvel property even yeah. though it's not a part of the mcu you know but that first blade movie is a fucking hitter i like that one. yeah i love that movie and and what's his face as the bad guy deacon frost he was awesome steven dorf is so good yeah as, man as deacon yeah that movie really has a special place i saw it when i was like 11 and you we go in and that whole opening fight sequence and the yeah, blood, blood so rave cool. like it yeah. was very it was a lot of interesting set pieces that i had never seen before right because it was a horror film but it was all like action choreography and stuff right and wesley snipes could execute it perfectly you know he did i i love mahershala ali though Me too. he's such a good actor and i, I mean if anyone could He's got the look. Pull this off. He's it's got him. the chops. Yeah. It's just I don't know if he has the fighting background or. If, nah, he'll lie. It's not he'll necessary. He'll but I mean, I wanted to see Michael Jai White, maybe, but he's just not. I don't think he's as relevant or as known as Mahershala Ali, even mm. though he is the original Spawn. You know, the actor who played Spawn in the Spawn yeah. movie, and he was Black Dynamite, and oh, yeah. he's like a very talented fighter and actor. Yeah, uh, they had to get a star. Yeah, but man. It seems like that role he was born to play, but yeah, no, Mahershala leaves a, a, yeah, a star, and he kind of looks like Blade. You know, he's got yep. a good look, and he's a great actor. So I'm sure they'll pull it off regardless. It's just not going to be the same as this Wesley Snipes. No, well, we'll see. And then um, there's a bunch of Disney Plus shows that they announced, which, yes. for which Netflix promptly fell off their chairs. Um, with, uh, starting with WandaVision. 
Which is Scarlet Witch and Vision. Uh, yep. and, yeah, and both and Paul Bettany and uh, Elizabeth Olsen are back for that. Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's a show. Yep, Shang Chi, which is a movie. Uh, is it a movie? It's a movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Loki. That's a show. Is that a show or that's a movie? That's a show. Oh, okay. Um, what if is an animated show starring Jeffrey Wright? What's that? It's like an animated. Oh yeah, and he's voicing the yeah. lead. Yeah, I heard about that. Um, and then uh, Doctor also Strange. Doctor Strange in the multiverse, and uh, Wanda's uh, Scarlet Witch is going to be in it with him. Well, I heard that you have to watch WandaVision to catch up to of the course. Doctor That's Strange their movie. Whole thing. I know. That's I don't their whole know if thing. this is going to work. It's definitely going to lower Marvel's stock overall, but I don't think they care as much because they're making their own platform. But you know, it's not going to be must-watch television or movies anymore. Well, it'll be interesting to see because they did not do well with their tv series on netflix at all um versus dc who has been incredibly successful with green arrow the flash black lightning like gotham? that whole Is gotham, gotham still on yeah all of the, all that entire tv universe for dc has been crazy it's still successful, on the air. and they keep adding shows yeah they couldn't even get the the marvel you know punisher you thing uh, out of two seasons it didn't right. even make it you know daredevil defenders all these that, cool characters they, they tried to weave that all together it didn't work those shows were really boring they were boring i i mean this is gonna be on disney plus it's probably not going to be boring but we'll see what happens um also for sequels captain marvel 2 was announced um mm-hmm. black panther 2 mm-hmm. galaxy gardens of the galaxy 3 yep. and very exciting now that they're all under disney's umbrella a reboot of Fantastic Four, yep. probably Silver Surfer. That's what everyone's guessing. Yeah, that'd be um, fun. And then X-Men. X-Men would be cool, depending on how it's done. And uh, I wonder if we're finally going to get a Gambit movie. We might get a Gambit character. We might get... I think they're going to do some sort of episodic thing with the X-Men, man. They, they got a pad Disney+. Plus. Yeah. They do. They do. X, uh, the X Men movies are never that good because there's so so much story to go through. And the two hour film, it's like you know, it just doesn't do it justice. Yep. You're better off doing like episodic, forty five minute episodes. X Men introducing characters, introduce Gambit, introduce yeah. Juggernaut. Like you know, give us a different take on it. Right. You know? Like sh- you know, get. Brian Stinger's Brian Singer, Singer his stink, stink out of it off yeah. of X Men and make it a new unrelated to like molestation <laughs> show. Yeah, get that shit out of here. Right. Uh so yeah, I mean they had a huge. It, everyone was talking about. Yeah, them. they they had the Comic Con Hall H this year for sure. Um, and that's kind of you know what the takeaways. Um. Also, big surprise, Tom Cruise showing up in Hall H. Yeah. Out of the blue. Out of the blue. After the Terminator panel, which was cool as it was, because Arnold and Linda Hamilton and James Cameron. Showed up. And then Conan all of a sudden says, biggest movie star in the world, Tom Cruise. And he shows the trailer to... New Top Gun. Top Gun Maverick. Yep. Um, Big news. Also... Star Trek was a big buzz. Was it? Because the new Picard show series um, and Data's going to be in it and also um, 
Jerry Ryan's back in it. Oh, and everybody yeah. freaked out over that. Seven they're of both nine. In the tree. Yeah. Everyone lost their minds yes. over that. Um, and uh, Sir Patrick Stewart was there, of course. Um, That'd be fun. Oh, and by the way, in terms of the Terminator, uh, Edward Furlong is going to be back in some way as John Connor, mm. which is hmm. weird. Interesting. It Chapter 2 was a big thing at Comic-Con. Yeah, Conan had it. Conan a it, had them on. Had a It Funko. We did not make it to Conan this year, which nope. is really sad. Broke our streak. I know. Four years in a row. I know. But we have the number one Funko, so. We do. We have four of them. Well, we have four, but we also have number one. Uh, he had those guys. He had the It cast. It's cool. He had Tom Cruise. Yeah. He had uh, Norman Reedus and Jeffrey Dean Morgan from The Walking Dead. He had uh, the cast of the new Amazon series uh, with Orlando Bloom and Cara Delevingne, mm-hmm. uh, Carnival, mm-hmm. which is sort of like a Victorian era fantasy detective thing. He's like a... De- like, like a, a Nazi? No. Oh. <laughs> no, he's like a detective and she's like a fairy Nazi? or something. Why no. do you keep saying Nazi? Are they both Nazi detectives? No, they're not both Nazi detectives. It's super comical. And we also have the cast of Veronica Mars, which is now the new reboot is streaming on Hulu. And they're all Nazis? No. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, Kevin Smith did Comic-Con big this year. Yeah, he really did, didn't he? With the uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Reboot the reboot. A million people are in i know cameos right fred armison ben affleck uh fucking val kilmer if you yeah. watch the trailer it's a who's who of you know favors yep uh did you hear that thora birch is joining the walking dead oh, they're wow. just like throwing everybody in there at the end that's big news but didn't you didn't you say also that uh kirkman announced that he's done with the comics he announced the last issue of the comics when so is that happening this year i don't know I don't know if there's an exact date or if it even reached that's 300th issue but it's coming to an end yeah it's inevitable i mean the comic was around you know what five ten years before the show right 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 you know yeah. it's inevitable that it was going to end eventually and you know needless to say the the heat's gone off of that show seasons ago so the franchise the walking dead is expanding for a new third as yet untitled show what yes um, That's what people want. They want more they, Walking Dead <laughs> programming. It was announced that the movies will f- following Departed star Andrew Lincoln will be shown in cinemas. What? Yeah. How is this going to work? I have no idea. Who's going to tune like, up for that? I don't know. I'm I'm surprised they're doing. They're just doubling down, even yeah. though the ratings are going. I down. I know it is like tripling down. Yeah, it's no, weird. We need us a third Walking Dead show for people to like <laughs> lose track Nobody's of. Watch it anymore. Although I will say this, and we're going to get to Game of Thrones in detail, but uh, they really do a lot for the fans at Comic Con. Game uh, Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. They yes. they believe they are loyal to that base mm-hmm. and know that that base. You know, blood made money, them. yeah, or blood, blood, life, and they life blood. do everything. They do experiences. They show up. They're all, you they know, they all show up. They all yeah, show up. The con, they should go to Walker Stalker Con. They go to all the Comic Cons. Yep. You know, and they love it. Yeah, it's a good um, thing. Not a panel, but a trailer that was shown that everyone went wild for is the new Watchmen on HBO. It's cool with um, Regina King, who just won the Oscar last year. Yeah, good for her. Um, I love her. I'm a big fan of her. She's talented. Um, the Witcher the panel, Witcher. which we got screwed out of yes. being in. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. 
Um, but Henry Cavill showed up to show a trailer and talk about um, the his new show, roles. which apparently everyone's pissed off because Netflix keeps saying that they're basing the show off the, the books, books, right, and not the game. And so apparently this I, has I really thought, upset people. Has it? I don't know. Yeah, I, don't well, know. I mean, I I apparently to a it's big upset Witcher people. fan, like yeah. player, and yeah. he said he was excited it was about the books because he didn't want them to fuck up the game. Oh. I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, one man's opinion. But yeah, yeah. there was a lot of like <laughs> shit on, online. Oh, okay. Just people being like, why would you make it about the bee? Why uh-huh. would you make it about the bee? Uh, to me, that sounds like it makes more sense, though. They never get video games right. when. They- well, it's like, why go to take a, uh, like a second interpretation of the source material and then instead right. of just going straight to the source material it's like why would you take one interpretation of the source material and make another interpretation of that off of off of the game you know what i mean yeah like if you're gonna make a a, 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 mo- a show about a game that's based on a book right. wouldn't you just make <laughs> wouldn't you yeah, just make the, okay, sh- the show about the book right, you know? right, right yeah yeah um, also from Netflix, and we were there for this, which was really exciting, was The Dark Crystal. Yeah. Which is um, the the sequel to... Prequel. The prequel. Oh, right. Prequel, sorry. Yeah. Prequel to Jim Henson's uh, 1987 film. And it is... Oh, no. In 1982. Sorry. It's 1982. The movie. The yeah. movie. It was 82. And um, it was extremely popular. And he cult apparently... Favorite. Cult favorite. He apparently was... A really important to him is and his children have been his mm-hmm. daughter was there at the panel his daughter's like executive producing it taron egerton stars is voicing one, and yeah. mark hamill was there voicing. and he's voicing and i mean have you seen that cast it's like it's a big cast it's a huge cast of people and, um, and it's a huge production they showed us the whole first episode yes, which, which was, was super so cool cool that we yeah. got to see that and it's very much like mostly practical effects yeah with some cgi for a sort of like bigger moments yep but it was quite quite a spectacle. Uh, you know, I'm not sure how many episodes are in it or where it's going to go, but the first episode was pretty impressive. And it, cu- yeah, I mean, it's it's puppetry. Yeah, it's all puppetry. And it's that. I'm glad they did it. I'm really glad they did. And they and she talked about how important that was that they did that to him. Um, Fuck just, yeah! Just to give you an idea of how big the cast is. So Katrina Bell from uh, Outlander. Aquafina, who's literally in everything. everything right now. That's the thing about um, that. Like, we need more representation, and then they give they, represent- one they get one person, person, and then give that person all the work. Yeah, and it's like it's so. Like, it's like, why are you hire is, some other is this for Asian people or is this for Aquafina? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, She's like, literally in everything. The one person who's benefiting from you know, it's just it's kind of funny. Helena, um, Helena Bonham Carter's in it. Seems like lazy. Um, Jason Isaacs is in it. Natalie Dormer is in it. She's the Chick, she was the main character, I believe. Oh, was she? Yeah, Natalie Emmanuel, who's um, Misande from Game of Thrones. Uh-huh. Harvey Firestein's he's in alive? it. He's alive. Yeah, and he's in it. I he um, Mark Hamill, dead. of course. Lena Headey's in it. Wow, they're getting um, all the Game of Thrones. Cersei, uh, Eddie Izzard, Theo James from the Divergent series. Toby Jones is in it. Keegan Michael Key. Michael Key. Um, it is. Oh, Simon Pegg's in it. Andy Samberg 
this is like Mark Strong. He's in everything. That's funny. I think this must have been. Alicia Vikander. Oh, no. Alicia Vikander was her. I knew it was her. I Uh knew that was her voice. I think this is just a lot of like Hollywood wants to be a part of this show. Sigourney Weaver, Benedict Wong. I mean, it is. There's literally everybody's in this. Okay. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, But it, it was visually spectacular truly and I, I you should definitely watch it when it comes out on in august um also there was a westworld panel and they showed season three um aaron Ooh. paul stars in it with them he Cares. joins the cast <laughs> yeah sucks. you lost interest didn't you i lost interest after like the first episode kind of um uh, what else um hbo's got a new um, adaptation of of the uh, his dark materials, and they showed a trailer for that. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like the Golden Compass. Remember, they did a movie for that. This is like the next one of it. Golden Grumbus. Uh, Snowpiercer has a TV a show. series. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Um, the the 2013 sci-fi film starring Chris Evans. 2013, that yeah, long ago. Yeah, it was that long ago. Jesus yeah. fuck. Jennifer Connelly stars in it. Oh, wow. Um, uh, and I mentioned Carnival Row. Um, so we were at the Thrones panel. Yeah. And the two writers dropped out at the last minute. Son of a bitch. Uh, Benioff and Weiss. Weiss. Uh. Everybody was pissed about that leading up to it. Yep. Um, because they didn't want to. I mean, they said there was a scheduling conflict, but come on. Well, now. they they confirmed, and then they canceled again. Yeah. Because they if announced at first they would not be there, and right. then they announced they would be there. Right. George R. R. Martin would also be there, and then literally like a day before they announced they canceled, and we had already like gotten conferred for the panel. I was like, fuck. I know. <laughs> like, I don't even want to be there now. Like I don't even give a fuck. Uh, I'm glad we were there. I mean, so it was it was Nikolai Costa Walder, Jamie, Jamie uh, Maisie Williams. Yeah. Aria, Conleth Hill, Varys, um, Sir Davos, yep. Liam Cunningham, Grey Worm, uh, Jacob, yeah, Grey Worm, um, Isaac, who plays Bran, Bran, yeah, um, who else was oh oh John Bradley who plays Sam, Sam Samuel yeah. Tarly, Tolly, and Tolly. Uh, I mean, it was great that Nikolai was there because we needed they needed a lead, Kid Harrington, and I really it would have been nice as the very last panel Duh. to have Kid Harrington yeah. and um, to have Daenerys and Jon Snow. Yeah, would have been great. To have all of them, frankly. Yeah, man, Marvel can do it. Marvel gets everybody to show up. They have not <clears throat> been the me. best about it. Nah. I mean, remember there was one year where they just showed us this ridiculous tease of them like. Doing construction work, and they were like, Here we go, we brought you a little something special. Yeah, and then it plays, and then it was so short (laughs) that people started laughing. Yeah, and then we thought they were like gonna bring someone out or something. We thought it was like a mockumentary or something. Like, nope, like that was it. That was it. A guy like sanding wood, you know, pushing a cart (laughs) full of stuff from one end of a warehouse to another. It's like pointless, a banner. You yeah, know? I mean, the last two Comic-Cons, their panels, like, Sophie was the lead that was there, and Oof. she was drunk on one of the ones we were at. Yes. And just also just wasn't old enough to really be responsible for that. No. Or respond. Like or, the face. 
Yeah. Because that year, Weiss and Ben Hoff were there. Yeah. And they were at the peak of their show, and they were soaking up the, the, the lulls and the love. Yeah, it was before everybody knew it was going to be crap. And then, but the wor- so before the panel even came out, the guy who, who's like the Comic-Con guy who comes out before every Hall H panel and says, hey, everybody. Yeah. He came out and basically told everyone to be polite. Yeah. He said, hey, we're an inclusive group here, yeah. so being that way to these people, too. And yeah. I said, it's like, fuck you. Yeah. like. We're the ones who need that speech, not the actors. Why do we have to, like, they're okay, you know? They're okay. The the production crew and the actors, and they're okay. Um, But he came out and said that, and then they had a moderator who was pretty good, but they took no audience questions. Yeah, they literally just sort of blew past that one and then we're like oh oh we're out of time oh we can't take any questions and then nikolai was like no we can do it and they're like no and he's like okay yeah. i guess we just can't take god questions from yeah, the audience i'm very like disappointed well the funny thing about that is that they hung out for like five minutes and took pictures you know afterwards yeah they could, on the stage they could have they could have there's people standing in line to I ask know, questions that was really crummy it was pretty cowardly it was cowardly they didn't want to hear i mean everyone first of all everyone is going to be polite in there these are hardcore fans yeah man and even the angry ones are still going to be like oh shit i mean uh, i didn't like it but i love you well and Take, and actors, and you should you take know. a question. Like, what are they seriously afraid of? I know. They're, like, afraid to take a question One about the validity. Yeah. Now, the moderator did go through and sort of bring up noted concerns but he glossed over the whole and it biggest was, one of like why why the fuck is brand like wasn't he the three-eyed raven and yeah. why isn't john king like what's the deal with that it was very and, softball it was very softball it was sort of like we're gonna address it although yeah. jamie did get nikolai got booed when he said that he thought that the it was the best outcome. Jamie for him made the right choice. Yeah, everyone was like, "No." Yeah, everyone booed. Yeah, he, yeah. They, they did boo, but they didn't. They only booed because the boo. answer. Yeah. yeah, like I have to say, like it was reported badly. Like that, the headline was Nikolai gets booed. It's like that's not what happened. They were no. booing at the answer, not him. Yeah, or not just because of what you know the show, the show yeah. ended, or some dumb shit. Yeah, it was very calculated. They were. I mean. Con- thank God for Conlethel and Liam Cunningham, the old guard in there, because they were very funny on the panel. And, and yeah, took it took it uh, in stride, you know. They and the cast gave very thoughtful answers. They talked a lot about how much of a family it was. I do, I do wish that more of them had been there. Yeah, well, more they, of they, the principals. They said up top that it was the last Game of Thrones panel yeah, ever, ever for the final yeah. show. I mean, they'll do like a ten years out eventually, but that's not quite the same as a panel. It's like no. a reuniting. So this is technically the last Game of Thrones panel ever. It's cool to be in attendance. Yeah, but it was very underwhelming. You know, they sort of basically Jamie said he's like, you know, it's the fact that all you people are here shows that the uh, the criticism was all uh, media driven, and it's like, well, mm, no, man, no, it wasn't, wasn't. media driven. No, you can get up there and say that, and people will cheer, but. But most people there, I even heard like grumbles from people that I was sitting next to, like yeah, really man, or like disagree. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. Nerd, nerd complaints, like ugh, disagree. Yeah. Like no, you know, people weren't all like, wow, I love you. No. Yeah, and and the and the cowardly way that the two showrunners handled this was really uncool. But again, I don't think they've ever given a lot of respect to Comic Con. Not the way The Walking Dead has done no i feel like they probably think they're a little above it you feel that the fact that they didn't even show up was like and the fact that they the last two years did not send a a a lead except for sophie turner no offense to her but they didn't come on but like they didn't send 
you know, I mean, come on. There's a certain amount, certain, like, Lena Headey, Kit Harrington, Daenerys, uh, Jamie, you know, yeah, you need, like, need one, of them, one of them. One of them. One of them, at least, you know? And because uh, this felt really different with Nikolai there. I mean, he it was, was good. like, it was good that and he, he was there. I, we had never seen him there. He never goes, you know? So and it was he took, cool. He, well, he had in the past. We just, right. We hadn't but, seen him. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I kind of walked away feeling a little bit like, mm, yeah. Yeah, I did you too. Know. I'm not satisfied. I mean, it was cool to see it, but it's basically they're like, look, and they have like obligations. They can't trash a show. They're actors. You know what I mean? Yeah. They can't be like, yeah, I know, right? What a fucking stupid thing that was. It's like never see him again. You know? Right. You can't go out that far on a limb as an actor, especially not when you want to work again. No, I mean they, I mean, they had to do what they were, and they, I thought they all, but they they said some really nice things. Yeah, they're the, all. It's so nice to hear. I will say this: it's nice to hear a panel of Brits. It was and all British. Irishmen, yeah, a couple Irish, Irishmen, couple Irish. Because they're so much more articulate than American actors. American actors are stupid. They sound really dumb when they speak. They, for yeah, the most part, for the most part, except yes. for like the really, you know, like Leo or you know the ones who purposely are polished. You know, yeah. Um, but a cast of Brits, like they're always extremely articulate and have funny things to say. Yeah, they seem to have more care into what they say. Yeah. Uh, so. Any, what else about Comic-Con would you like to share? How about the show floor? Show floor was good. It was busy, but not it overwhelmingly. Was manageable. Yeah, it was I mean, manageable. We've been there where we couldn't move. I, I remember being there a few years ago where... You just want to leave. I couldn't move yeah. to the point where I wanted to get the fuck out of there. And also, yeah. they remember they used to keep you moving? Yeah. Like, you couldn't stand anywhere? Any that didn't place. happen this year. No, people I were standing, places, people yeah. were hanging out, you know, there's sort of crowds forming around certain booths and stuff right. but you could still move around yeah it was nice you know it's still very busy but there's a difference yes, between it was very like busy sardines and just busy a showroom floor right you know and it's nice it was much more comfortable yeah and it was much more man like that whole corner of the funko was usually like the fucking new york stock exchange I know. and for funko toys it wasn't that, it bad. Wasn't that bad it wasn't there that was a bad. long line but it yeah. wasn't like the way no, i've seen it before it's like keep moving no standing yeah. it's like but i want to see what's what's on the walls and stuff. no 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 like well then this is no fun right, yeah exactly. no fun sir yeah. Yeah, keep going sir no fun this is Comic-Con. Again with the strollers. And I know I'm going like to get hate mail for strollers, this. strollers. Four wide. Excuse like, me. Oh, excuse me. It's like, excuse me, where? It's really hard to where walk do I around go? crowded with like giant strollers. You have a, a four top stroller set or a threesome yeah, stroller happened. thing. There was a lot of that. And also like, there was I like, would not bring me. my baby like, into sorry. a crowd like that. What if there was an emergency? What if there's a, you know, like a baby killer? What if there's just some <laughs> guy who's so fed up with your goddamn babies uh, everywhere? Where just start killing babies. I mean, kids, yeah, it's definitely for kids. It's like the little babies, Infants. I don't quite get it. Women breastfeeding in the show <laughs> floor. not happening. Changing diapers at the Hasbro <laughs> booth, for God's sake. Hasbro. At the freaking Mattel booth on an Optimus Prime. What was your favorite thing on the show floor you saw? Probably the Optimus Prime and the baby diaper. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't even remember. It's so busy. Lego booth is always cool. Lego booth is cool. They always have some sweet builds. They had the like Iron Man Infinity Gauntlet yeah. Lego build. They you know, like full scale size. It's pretty cool. The Weta booth is always cool. Weta booth cool, and they had a bunch of new like collectibles that they've designed yeah. from the properties that they have of like Hobbit, Lord of the Rings, yep. uh, District Nine, 
oh right xenomorphs yeah Yeah, and they were doing some stuff to rival funko and and the q figs and it's become sort of a new business for a lot of these companies yeah well we'll just make our own figures yeah yeah might as well we have designers we have really like talented people right make cool little figures out of these properties they were were so cool i should have gotten one yeah they had nothing jumped out at me i don't know i really like the one that was like possessed bilbo oh that was pretty cool remember that scary yeah. where he goes give me the ring like yeah. that and they had like a little carrot like a little you know it's one six scale character that was, that was cool, cool. Yeah. that one was cool because that moment's so terrifying i know you know that was funny they made an actual little tchotchke of that. <laughs> it's pretty awesome uh oh yeah and i got a sweet spawn shirt shout out to my homie gabe who texted me from here basically like dude go to the image booth they have these like limited edition spawn prints shirts you know yeah and i was looking for something to buy and he literally like texted me he's like dude if you grab me one i'll venmo you right now and i went and it was so cool that i bought one too for myself nice. <laughs> yeah because i didn't find anything and he literally texted me and i was like on the floor looking for something i like to get a little something we all do a little I got sdcc myself a little, exclusive i also got a t-shirt i got yeah. this cool shirt from the, um this company that does sort of literary uh art t-shirts and bags and Tote stuff bags yeah they have and some cool stuff punk our authors yeah that's funny. so punk jane austen punk um alistair crowley who <laughs> oscar wilde oscar michael like punk thomas hardy punk it was very cool punk hardy boys punk, hardy boys. punk, punk nasty drew <laughs> nasty drew punk encyclopedias brown the dc booth was sort of underwhelming there was no representation for dc this year yeah in their they really didn't have they a lot didn't have going shit on. well they did, they premiere, did do panels of their shows and they premiered hush the animated film which was really well, uh, good yes we forgot we, we saw got the saw screening of that the premiere they premiered they usually do a, a, a dc animated film premiere there every year I feel like the one year they did uh, The Killing Joke. I think yep. another year they did The Gas Lamp, which was very disappointing. And then this year they adapted Hush, which is in itself like one of the best written Batman stories, standalone mm-hmm. stories written by Jim Lee and, and uh, penciled by Jim Lee. Like, it's his thing. And then they they did that story and they right. really did a good job yeah it was really entertaining I like they didn't go lot. too corny like they had adults say adult things to each other and they yep. they had romance that didn't yeah. end well and right you know stuff that was you know it's you can do these things it's batman you know it doesn't have to everything doesn't have to clear the pg-13 censor you know right so was, i was really impressed because uh, it's a dark story anyway. Like the original story is pretty dark, and they do actually change the ending without spoiling anything. But I don't. No one seemed to be too upset about it. It was an interesting twist you, on the. You were a little upset about well, it. Well, I wasn't you? obsessed. I was more like, is there? It was more confusing. Like, are we cool with this? Like, is this yeah. some sort of canon that I didn't know? You know what I mean? Like, yep. is this how it ends in a different? telling or was this the original ending and all the like hardcore nerds know about it but it's not as known to like guys like me who are just a normie likes to read a hush book you know (laughs) i just thought they'd do the same hush ending because you kind of guessed it up front and i was like like maybe and then they changed it and you sort of confirmed it i totally guessed it because it seemed kind of obvious it's obvious you know i I mean i under i agree that that kind of would have been more interesting well it's more interesting because there's so much more backstory um with that telling yeah because there's a whole lot of backstory between batman and xyz right you know so it was it was weird that they changed it it was still an interesting red herring because i didn't see it coming i read the book already like most people probably in the audience so maybe that's why they did it maybe i mean it wasn't it's not necessarily a better ending 
it's not a worse ending, but it's not a better ending no. than the original. I, I would just maybe want to... I mean, they did do a panel that we didn't stay all the way for, but I am curious as to We didn't, yeah. Why. I mean, the animation's cool. I do. You, you had said that they don't actually use Jim Lee's like sort of style right no but they do give batman the blue cape and cowl and the yellow yes, belt which was cool which is super cool because he's not wearing it in the beginning of the movie and then he gets yeah. it and it's very true to hush but yeah the animation style itself is very, very it's sort of dated yeah. and it's not even to me as interesting as the original batman animated series animation like mm. the cartoon series that had mark right, hamill right, as joker right. yeah. and and the, you know kevin conroy's batman yeah this is different but it's almost like they're staying true to their own animated film universe okay. where yeah, it's like this they is are. the style of our animated yeah. films whether Which, i mean there's i'm not complaining about it no but it's, it's funny just that i it, it stands out it stands that out. it looks the style looks like from a different era and it looks different from the original comic yeah very different i mean i, I guess they can't adapt it fully i don't know if there's some sort of like you know, patent or, you know, whatever it's called. I'd be curious to hear the uh, or ask that question to yeah, Jim like, Lee. Yeah, or, yeah, just the people that Bruce Tim or whoever does the movies. I yeah. mean, maybe they, they're more committed to having their own uh, continuity in their animated movies versus, like, adapting comic book styles right. for film, for animated film, which I think would be more fun, especially with something like Hush, because that's sort of, yeah. like, a lot of people's Batman is the Jim Lee Batman. Really? Yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. Remember we saw him, uh, we were at a Comic-Con panel of him a few years ago where he drew a Batmobile just on the spot, and he got the audience to, like, sort of give him ideas well it was like a lego promotion remember they had those yes. two like uh one of a kind lego builds yeah, it was, and it so was like cool. half joker face half batman yep. face and it was like the size of a small mount rushmore kind of thing right, like, right and then he designed a batmobile to then have them design in lego right so that was like the point it was like a lego batman it was very Jim cool Lee thing. yeah it was awesome but um, uh, yeah it was a good comic-con another thing that was a lot of people were talking about there was the bo- the Amazon series The Boys. Oh yeah, was starring Carl Carl Urban, Jennifer Esposito, and Chase Crawford. Hmm. Um, the Boys is an irreverent take on what happens when superheroes who are as popular as celebrities, as influential as politicians, and as reverent as gods abuse their superpowers rather than use them for good. Oh no! It's the powerless against the super powerful as the boys embark on a heroic quest to expose the truth about the Seven and their formidable. Vought not the seven yeah i know so that's coming out uh july 26 it's a prime video thing. everyone was talking about it or or translation amazon pumped a lot of money into right. comic-con promotions yes um another superhero show yeah cool there i mean that i think the big takeaway is we sort of talked about how it's end of it's the end of the marvel and it's not not at all, Not but at it all. feels like it. It feels like we're on to like Marvel 2.0. You know, I know they're calling it Phase 4, but yeah. to me, this is like the new 2.0 of Marvel. Right. It's a whole new generation. It's a whole new uh, building of a extended story, you know? Yeah. Because Endgame is end game. It's right. over. There's nothing you can like work off of that, which I think is cool, but I just don't. I'm less invested in this Marvel iteration. We'll see what happens. All the way around. All the way around. I'm just not as invested. Yeah, I feel that. I mean, I, I know. I still haven't seen Spider-Man. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I mean, that was another thing. We've talked about this before. It's that there's, we didn't go see that this summer, which we normally would. Yeah. We didn't. There's a lot of stuff. Oh, didn't Godzilla, Godzilla had, Godzilla and had 65th anniversary, at, and that was a big promotion at Comic Con. Wow. Godzilla, but yet they didn't do anything like show the movie or I don't right. know. It was weird. Um, but that I do think that there's kind of superhero 
atrophy. Fatigue. And a lot of people are probably hearing this news that aren't invested in all this world and are like, oh. Yeah, kind of. You know? I'm invested and I'm kind of like, ugh. Yeah, care. they're losing us. Yeah. That's not good. Kind of want to like start reading fucking like Greek mythology or something. Yeah, I need well, like a, it all comes from that. I need a new passion. Start, <laughs> re- start reading Shakespeare or something. <laughs> I need to expand my horizons. Yeah. How many times can you watch the same caped people punch stuff, you know? I'm sure you will watch the new Batman that's coming out. Yeah, probably. Um, did we ever talk about that? That Robert Pattinson is taking over as Batman? Yeah. I don't, I don't know, know if we did, did it or not. I don't did know did, if we did. did, did. Uh, uh, yeah, as it is, he's Batman for the Matt Reeves Batman. No more Ben Affleck. No more Henry Cavill as Superman. Yeah. And then a whole he new universe. He gave up Superman for... Geralt of yeah. Rivia. Yeah. Probably smart move. Probably... Because I don't know, DC's yeah. DC has not made good on that. Nah, they they need to wreck it down and sort of figure it out. Like, what are we doing next? I don't even know what they're doing next. I mean, they've got they don't Wonder know. Woman, right? They've and got Aquaman. another Aquaman coming out. Those are both very successful in a world they created that was unsuccessful. It's yeah, a, it's a they real quandary. Didn't build their world. Well, no, they did, but it failed. They, yeah. But then two things succeeded out of this failed world. Right. So it's like, how do you keep a failed world going with only a, a couple of successful them. Yeah. properties? What do you do? Like, how does it even work? And then how know. do you tie it into new worlds? Do you not? Do you recast Wonder Woman again and then make it a part of like a new world where it's less Zack Snydery? I, I don't, don't think, think they, they can. can do that now. No, they yeah. cannot I mean, recast her. I think they're going to keep building their TV world. Great. I think that's what they're going to do. They've got Gotham. They've got Krypton now. That's supposed to be pretty good. It is good, actually. I yeah. did catch an episode. It's, it's really good. Cool. Yeah. Um, they, they, I think they're going to keep building that universe yeah, because that's like, that universe has been built like the way marvel did their cinematic mm-hmm. like it's it's they're all tied together they're good people like them they have fan followings it's very interesting the way that worked out that yeah you know, especially because it's not like highly regarded you know but here's where i think in the lo- if they play the long game they're going to be okay hmm. movies are a dying medium you know like small small screen TV is where everything is now. Yep. So more or less, yeah. Th- they're continuing to build. I mean, Disney Plus. You know, look what Disney's doing. Disney they're building Plus. their own thing because they know that they have to compete in that arena. They have to well, take back all the properties. The other thing is that now it's everything shifting again. It's going to be yeah. The next Netflix blockbuster thing is around the corner with all these new subscription uh, services. Man, I don't know what to do, but this whole sort of one-stop shopping thing is going to be over again. Again. And now we're going to have know. to figure out wh- what. What is the next step? I don't want to have to. We're all we all just get fucked every time, consumers. Yeah, because you know? it's like I had Netflix and Hulu and Amazon. Right. And now I need Disney Plus and and AT, I guess AT and T is doing a Warner Brothers streaming thing with all their properties because AT and T owns Warner Brothers, so it's going to be called. Well, and they also own really? HBO, so it's called HBO Max. But it's going to have a, all of AT and T's properties. So. They also own Directv, so that means if we have Directv, that's going to be on there. I don't know, maybe. I hope so. But I know it's going to be a subscription service with all everything Warner Brothers owns and everything HBO owns. Hmm. So that that'll it's like do we have to get that too now? Right. Probably. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, Disney wins no matter what because 
they just keep putting out stuff and everyone like Lion King, which got horrible reviews. Yeah. Made was made $180 million. I know. Unbelievable. Because it's gonna like everything they do is going to make a ton of money, even if it's bad. Yep. And it, it, it's just, that's what people are going to go see. Cause if you have a family, you know, you you're not going to, yeah, you don't want to take a chance. You're going to take, and you want your kids to see something that they can see safe. And yeah. yeah. But are they going to be shooting themselves in the foot with Disney Plus? Because if they have Disney Plus, families don't need to go to the theaters to see their stuff. You now. could say that about all theaters. That's true. The more the more that these these services becomes very specific, the less and less. I mean, the box office has been going down as you know. Yeah, that's look at happening. Men in Black and Godzilla, and like there's a bunch of movies this summer season that have just not connected yeah. with an audience, and they're expensive films. Well, and it feels like the only ones that connect are. Disney properties, which is really a sad thought. Yeah. And now that they own the universe, basically, or niche, niche stuff connects. Niche you stuff know, finds I, an audience. I mean, I think comedies still find an audience. Certainly horror still finds an audience. Yeah. People always want a horror yeah. film. Speaking of, um, do we have time to get into a very bizarre movie we saw? No. We don't? I don't want to talk about well, it. Well, right I guess now. we're going to do that for another time, another episode, but mm. I'll leave you with this note. It's called Border. It's a Swedish film. It won the Uncertain Regard at Cannes um, in 2018, and um, it is one of the weirdest freaking films since Eraserhead that I've ever seen. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's But uh, awesome. Yeah, it's good. It's yeah. disturbing, and it's weird, but it's fun. Yeah. Because I like weird, disturbing stuff. So I find that fun. Yeah, I really liked it, but it was weird. Um, so weird. But we will discuss it next time, along with our review of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. In Mexico. In Hollywood. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood in Mexico. <laughs> uh, so that's it for our Comic-Con 50th anniversary recap. And yep. as always, go to the website, thehmcnetwork.com for more episodes. And we will be back next week. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Hollywood swinging. Yeah, jerks. Hollywood swinging jerks. <laughs> <laughs>